At this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Mystic Podcast. Today, I have an amazing, amazing, amazing guest. And I think this is a conversation that you're absolutely going to love. We're going to cover today human design. We're going to cover life path. We're going to cover just human emotions and how to take a leap of faith and how that looks like. It's going to be a really interesting conversation. I have Amanda Prichel with us and Amanda is a human design reader. She's also a Reiki practitioner and an intuitive energy reader. I came across Amanda because when I realized I was a projector, never mind, when I realized I was a reflector on human design, I wanted to hear more information about being a reflector since it's only, I think it's like 1.2% percent of the population that is reflectors in human design and she she had a lot of information on Instagram and I thought that her information went a lot deeper than any other information that I was able to find out there so I started following following her and ever since I just absolutely love and admire her wisdom so I'm so excited that she's coming here because I've never actually had a conversation with another reflector and especially not one that has my same profile, which is something in human design. We are both uh, two or four profiles and we are also Virgo sign, so or Virgo sons, I guess. So anyway, I am so excited to dive into this conversation with Amanda. She she has so much wisdom to to share and everything that she says can be applied to not only reflectors, but can be applied to pretty much everyone who is in this path of of merging the soul and the human together as we are about here in mystic podcast i hope you love this conversation i want to hear back from you as how this landed in your body and in your consciousness and without further ado let's go right in Amanda, thank you so much for being here with us. And I know that last time, so some of you guys have no idea about this, but Amanda and I already recorded a full episode. And what happened was like the sound was not great. You were in Mexico at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm still in Mexico, but I had, there were, there were hurricanes going on. There was construction. It was just kind of uh, a lot of chaos. So I think it was meant to be postponed. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, it felt like, I mean, I loved what we talked about, but I also, it was so interrupted with the sound that I felt like it was not the right time. So I'm really excited to have you here again. And I want to hear about how's your life nowadays? How's Mexico? It's good. Yeah, I just never left. I decided to stay and it feels like it's not quite done with me yet. So I'm enjoying like living near the and the weather I'm from a cold place so it's nice to be in the warmth and it's been yeah it's been wonderful I remember the last time we talked you said that you had decided to move to Mexico just kind of following your design and following your intuition tell me more about that Mm. yeah I initially came because a friend of mine had reached out to me and she kind of suddenly and surprisingly asked me, Hey, do you want to move to Mexico 
for a month or two. I'm finishing up my lease and I just want to go somewhere else. And I, in, at that time, was in a situation where I was waiting to see what my next move was going to be with COVID and everything. My initial plans for 2020 changed a lot and I was kind of waiting, yeah, just for life to show me what to do next. And uh, honestly, at that time, I was getting a little bit scared and fearful. And I thought, you know, maybe I have to settle. Maybe I have to stay where I am um, with family and maybe get a job that I don't love um, for now. But I held off on that because something in me told me, no, that's not right. And I got that call. Uh, as I had kind of started looking uh, at job postings, and uh, it was kind of funny. I it was the day after um, I was, you know, reluctantly like updating my resume, and um, since then it's it's just been this unfolding of my business and my life, and it hasn't been without challenges at all. But uh, it's been really incredible to see what happened since I really listened to myself and trusted myself like even when I was in that place of oh, like what am I gonna do and and had had a bit of fear come up and and lack of trust but you know pushed through it and here I am still here so it's yeah. been incredible I feel like it's so interesting when we talk about like you hear all the time the sayings about the flow of following your soul, the flow of or the easiness of building a business that is based on, on who you really are and your truth and things like that. But I believe and in, 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 would love your opinion on this. And it's like, I feel like the soul path is actually the courageous path <laughs> like it's not the one that is just like oh this is this is just easy it's not really easy probably it's going to feel really good as you continue to evolve but as you say you had to take such a, a pretty big leap in in moving all the way to Mexico where are you originally from I'm from Minnesota in the U.S. yeah yeah so then it's like we have to like a stop from the automation and the things that we continue to do just because we're programmed to do those things and then really stop and say, okay, am I going to bring space or I'm going to create a space for my soul to talk to me and, and for things to, to unravel. So I feel like it's such a courageous path. I completely agree with you. And I have never faced so many challenges as when I decided to take the leap of following what my soul was telling me because yeah we we get into these patterns and it's really really difficult to disrupt patterns um, our brains are wired to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again throughout our life because we have these you know pathways in our brains um, and it's it's easier to do that even if the result isn't what we think that we want uh, it it's something that continues to repeat itself unless we like put on the brakes and really examine what's going on. And that's very, very difficult to do. Um, I think when you jump out of the structure that's already existing, you have to build your own foundation. You have to build your own structure. And that's so much 
work. Um, a lot of it is, you know, invisible. It's in inside you. And it looks chaotic to other people sometimes. It looks like the thing that doesn't make sense. And that's been hard to face too, but it's it's all been so worth it. Um, all of the challenges have been so worth it. Um, and then the more that you kind of face those things, the, the more ease that does come. But I never would tell anyone, oh yeah, it's so easy. You just get in the flow and uh, then you just always know what to do and it's always easy and simple. <laughs> it's not been like that, but it's been so worth it and so such an incredible ride. <laughs> I think it's like a, a different kind of heart work, not the heart work that we mm-hmm. would think it would take, not, not like 20 hours of work a day, but it's the inner work that is harder because, you know, the emotions feel so real to our bodies and the sense of, like you're saying, when you put the breaks in your life, and I think it's such a beautiful way, the way you put it, it's so easy to just go into what's structured for you, but to actually detach and break out of it. When you put a pause, I think that's, that's what we fear the most, that pause, because in that pause, there is, there is unknown. (laughs) There is like, is the guidance gonna come? And then there has to be trust in our path and in the guidance coming and all these things. But Amanda, how did you all how did your journey started to begin with? Like, how did you get to a point in which you, you, you put the brakes and, and how did that all came about? Mm. It's hard to know where to begin because it feels like it's been this lifelong journey. But um, I'll say that I was in a repetitive pattern for a long time of kind of going along with what I thought I was supposed to do in life. You know, I, I went to university. I did that. I went, I thought that I would just be able to get a job in my field and all would be well. Um, it didn't really turn out that way. And so I tried all these different things in, in true reflector fashion. I sampled this career and that career and I, uh, traveled all over the world and I ended up living in South Korea, teaching for like four years. And while I was there, I I ended up having a lot of time to myself. And I really started to dig into my inner world. And I really started to see a lot of the patterns that I was playing out because I realized year after year, I was having similar experiences in relationships with different people, in work, in the way that I was being treated by employers, Um, I was just seeing patterns and I started to question it. And I thought in the past, oh, maybe I'm a victim of this. Um, And then I started to wonder and get curious about why, even though I was on the other side of the world, I was maybe having a similar pattern in, in a romantic relationship. And I was having a similar pattern with my employer, even though they're from totally different cultures and totally different backgrounds. And it was a totally different industry. So I really started to see these things and I started to dig into it and I started to ask questions. Um, somewhere along the way, I, I, um, I found human design. I, I got into shadow work. I 
just started devouring all of of this information um, as we do. And I, yeah, I I ended up falling in love with human design uh, and studying it. And that became not the only tool that I use, but a tool that I really like to use with other people as like a jumping off point to see like, okay, who are you? And what are your gifts and strengths that maybe you don't even see that are gifts and strengths. Um, And that really started with looking at myself and seeing, okay, I'm I'm looking at myself in this chart and uh, I have to really ask myself, am I, am I using my gifts? Am I being myself? Am I living in this world the way that I was meant to operate? So yeah, it was this process that, you know, spanned many years, but involved me asking a lot of questions and like really digging around in my inner world um, and seeing what I could find there and just, yeah, being really curious about what could be different what could be better yeah and I've talked about human design in the podcast before but can you just give us a little bit of like what human design is so that Mm -hmm. we can move into it because as for you guys I invited Amanda into the podcast because I think she is amazing I love her work I love how she expressed herself but she's also a fellow reflector as I am so it's really interesting I've never had the chance to actually talk to a reflector and to have a conversation so this for me is fascinating and for those of you who don't know so much about human design Amanda can just loop us in Yeah, so human design is similar to astrology in that you get a birth chart. So you put in your birth information and a chart is generated and it shows you a kind of blueprint looking thing that can be very confusing to look at initially, but tells you (laughs) so many numbers, so many lines and, and shapes and colors. And you're like, what am I even looking at? But uh, that's kind of what I've been learning about, um, these years so that you don't have to know it all right away. Um, but it tells you a lot of information about how you engage with energy. It tells you about your own gifts and strengths, and it tells you about how to best make decisions for yourself. And yeah, it, it really is this kind of blueprint of you that you can look at and start to see if you're expressing your gifts the way that you could or um, you know start to see if you maybe are living your life like trying to force yourself to be someone that you're not or something like that Um, I think there's a lot of questions that can be asked when you look at it and a lot of clarity that you can gain about things that you can start to let go of so you can come back home to who you really are I love that letting go of the things that are not you and and start to come back into who you are I find human design too the thing that keeps on coming is is like a sheet sheet (laughs) of like your technology of like how to navigate who you really are and it's really interesting because I'm wondering, because I, I don't know that many reflectors. And again, there's just, I think it's four or five different types. And 
one of the type, like I, I wondered about your experience when you found out about your type, like, did it feel like it was right? Did it make a lot of sense? Um, how was that for you? Initially, I got the wrong chart um, because my friend had put my birth time in. Really? That's so funny. What did you come out as? I came out as a projector. And <laughs> Me too. I was like, that's interesting. And then I did it again. I was like, wait, what? So I had to just confirm the dates and confirm the data. But that's interesting. That's funny. I also came out as a projector and I... <laughs> I, I, you know, my friend had put the wrong month in, uh, and I looked at it and I, you know, some of the things that I read were kind of interesting and I thought, oh yeah, this is, this is maybe true or that's maybe true, but whatever. And I kind of dismissed it initially because I was not feeling it. Um, but then I, I kept, it kept coming back into my space from different unrelated sources. And I thought, I think I'll just like look up my chart myself. So I put in all my information and I thought there must be something wrong here. It's all blank and there's something wrong. And I had a paper copy of the one that my friend had given me. And I'm looking at them both thinking like, what is wrong here? And I tried it again and again. And I realized then that the birth time was wrong. Um, And I, it's funny because I remember I was sitting on my bed and I was looking at this, this strange image on my computer screen and I just felt sad disappointed and I felt like oh this is me I felt um a recognition there and I was kind of triggered by it honestly and I I thought oh I don't want to be like this and so honestly it was there was a lot of recognition and a lot of knowing and this, it was like my soul knew, okay, there's going to be a lot of work starting now and it's not going to be necessarily easy. And now obviously I, I've embraced my design. I love it. It's what I'm doing um, with clients. So it's, it's something that I, I have embraced, but that was my initial reaction to it. I think sometimes when we really see ourselves, it can be really confronting. And that was my initial experience. I hear you because like you said, it is, it's so much that moves around when it comes to be being a reflector. And my question to you, like, I, I'm really curious about, um, cause I know you have a full account on Instagram that talks about reflector. Cause that's how I got to know you. I went into looking for, my human design. And then when I realized it was a reflector, I started to look for information on Instagram and I just couldn't get that much information. Like what I got on Instagram was basically the same, the same, the same, the same. Um, we're here to reflect, we're here to reflect, we're here to reflect. But I was like, this is so genetic. So there's a part of me that, I mean, I love human design. I think is there's so much to it. There's really like a cheat sheet to, to our technology, but I also feel like, there's still so much more that we can learn about it. And there's still so much more that there is to be discovered about who we are. And especially towards reflectors, I feel like we're just starting to understand this type. And what I found out about your Instagram is that it was, it was a little bit more. It was like a deeper insight of being a reflector, which I thought it was really interesting. So how was that whole 
integration of creating a platform for people and kind of niching into who you want to work with? It happened really, really naturally and organically. And honestly, it was, uh, I was working at a desk job and I was kind of studying human design in my, in my free moments. Um, and I started this Instagram initially just to gather information because I was having such a similar experience where I was finding all of this information that was the same. It felt kind of generic. It felt boring. It felt, uh, not very deep. Like there was this phrase that I kept reading, like, oh, reflectors are these unicorns. So magical. And I thought, what does that mean? Really? (laughs) Like, great. Uh, Yeah. Maybe I feel a bit different. Maybe I feel a bit magical. Thank you. But I want to know more. I want to dive into this experience. And a lot of the information I was finding was just coming up short. So anytime I would, I would find a a resource, a quote or something like that, I would just post it. And it just became this kind of fun thing that I would do for myself. Uh, And eventually what started happening is I got my own information. (laughs) I was starting to receive my own kind of downloads and my own understanding of my own experience. And I started sharing that. And that's when it really uh, started to grow a bit more and people started finding it and they were like reaching out to me and saying, Hey, I, I really resonate with this. Thank you so much. I've had, I've also had trouble finding information and finding other reflectors. So this feels really good. Um, people started asking me, do you do readings? And I was like, no, no, no. Like this is just for fun. Um, but at the time I, I had started studying formally And so it just happened naturally. I I put up my website last year. Um, I went through this process of of figuring out exactly how it was going to look for me. Um, And I think that's always changing. But it, uh, it all just unfolded naturally. And it's, it's funny, because when I, if I, if I remove the aspect of time actually it was very easy it was very simple I didn't really have to do that much or push very hard but in each moment it felt challenging because I didn't know what was unfolding I didn't know what was coming um for me and uh it didn't always yeah it didn't feel easy but but it it all just happened naturally (laughs) Which is so interesting because I want to reflect on that part because it's so beautiful as you're saying, like, I just, first of all, I found that I wanted more information. I started doing something for me, for my own recognition of who I am. And then from there, I listened to me and you were kind of pushed in to listen to you. But a lot of, a lot of people, and maybe some of you who are listening or can relate to this, that sometimes we when we're looking for information, we look for information outside and and when we find it, we just take it and we continue to do the same and the same. And then when people come to me and they say, how do you channel? I say, well, if you are, if you are intaking information all the time from others and what they've channeled and what they have to say, how you even created a space for your own wisdom to come through. And especially nowadays, we're so caught up with so much Um, media and distractions and inputs that I feel like 
less and less and less we go in unless we're forced and we really don't have any answers outside so that we go inside and we listen to what we actually have to say and and the other thing that i think is so incredible is as you're as we're talking that it actually it unfolded very naturally for you but that at every moment when you're in it <laughs> it just doesn't feel that easy and that natural but it all like one thing is following the next and the next and the next so I love that part of your story and there is something that you've put it on your Instagram and some things that I want your perspective on and is and one thing is about reflectors and another one is just in general but one of the things is you were talking about reflectors being amplifiers instead of low energy beings because I believe that when I went into human design one of the things that comes up as as reflectors is that they don't have energy of their own. And most of the time for me, for example, I never, I mean, I do need a lot of rest, but I don't feel like I'm a low energy person. So can you speak a little bit on that? Yeah, definitely. A lot of the information that I was getting to initially was Oh, like you're you're going to be so tired and you're going to need a lot of rest and it's so exhausting to live in this world <laughs> and I just felt that yeah sometimes it it feels that way I think it feels that way for everyone at times but I can be the most productive busy energetic person in the room at times and that changes depending on where I am and what I'm doing and who I'm with. But I knew that that wasn't, I, I wasn't this person that was designed to be like laying on a lounge chair every day, <laughs> sipping like sparkling water and just resting in the sunshine or, or something like that. You know, I, I, I knew that I wanted to put my work into the world and I want to um, you know, I wanted to do these things that I love doing and these things that make me feel so good when I, when I do them and when I'm actively um, living my life. So I felt that there was more to it. And I think that when you're so open, you really have the opportunity to go out into the world and to pick up what you want to pick up and amplify that and express that. And there's so many elements that go into it, right? There's the planets. We have all these things going on with the planets where, you know, they're affecting us. Um, but, and, and that's a bit, you know, out of our individual control. I think we have a lot of choice in how we, how we use that energy. But what we really can control and what we really can uh, have a lot of choice in and a lot of freedom in is what environment we put ourselves in and, you know, what energy do I want to amplify today? How do I want to operate today? Do I want to um, go spend time with my generator friend and get really fired up about the things that I'm excited about or um, do I want to go you know into a crowd of people and feel that energy and amplify that so there's a lot of freedom and a lot of variability in how we can experience our energy also we are not completely blank beings right we have our own 
we have our own personality and we have our own self and our, our soul has these inherent gifts and qualities that, that we express. Right. And, and, and the way that that shows up in the chart is, is in our gates and um, in our profile and in our incarnation cross, um, which, you know, these are all things, if you, if you kind of dive into human design, you'll, you'll see what these are. Um, But there are, qualities and gifts that we have that are going to show up in the world and are going to affect our daily experience and yeah we're not empty tired sad beings (laughs) that need to sleep all the time definitely not yes I hear you and what I'm really curious about and I was actually talking to some of my friends um, about this the other day and is I have this days that I feel I do see myself as a mirror and I'm actually reflecting who I am with the environments that I'm in, which allows me so deeply to be able to read somebody. Like, I feel like we are, if anybody in the world, such a great source of wisdom into somebody else's story. But I also feel like our ability to see other people so clearly enables us a little bit to see ourselves so clearly. And in that, I have these days, and they're so weird, and I'm just starting to realize. <laughs> like, I have these days where I wake up, and I'm like, I feel a little bit empty. I know we just say that we're not empty beings, but I feel, like, floating. And mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have a personality. I mean, I maybe I do, but I feel like I don't know who I am. I don't know what to say, what to do, how to behave, how to act. Like, it's such a weird thing. And I was thinking these days are the days that I feel like I'm not mirroring anything. And, and when you, and when you're a mirror and you look yourself in the mirror, all you see is a mirror. So I, I, and I was so curious to ask you if you have these days that you just, you doubt and you question and you're like, what, what's actually happening? <laughs> like right here. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. And I think I, if I spend, especially if I spend a few days alone, just in my own aura, I experience myself as, yeah, uh, very neutral. Like this, there's, there's this neutrality of being. Um, and I've heard a couple of people call it a home, the home frequency, like this mm. place that you always come back to, which I, I love that has come up for me a couple of times this week. It's almost like, okay, I'm home. And the house is clean and there's not really much going on in here. There's not really anything to do. There's, there's nowhere else to go. I'm just here in my home, in my body. And I think that is kind of an important experience for reflectors to, to feel that, that emptiness of other people's energy to come home to that, kind of baseline frequency and to feel what that feels like I think that really helps uh, us become really good at then going out and and seeing what's not us because if if I go out into the world and I'm spending time with maybe the same people all the time or 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 the, the example of of myself as a child growing up maybe I thought I was just like my parents or my sister um, but 
having a chance to get really in touch with what that that sort of baseline frequency feels like, even if it feels a little bit strange and empty sometimes, uh, can help you become really, really wise about what's going on out there with other people um, or in different environments where there's a group of people or even in the collective as a whole. So I, yeah, I definitely know what you mean. And it's a strange feeling, but I find it very comforting. <laughs> yes, I hear you. And it's interesting because when I am in meditation, it's a different feeling. Like I am home, I feel this, but, but this other one, it's like, it follows me after meditation and it's like this disconnection to everything and just mm -hmm. the beings. So I feel like there is this defense mechanism of like, who, like we need to figure out who we are. We need to figure out where we stand. We need to figure out what's going on. But I also, I think I, I have come up with pretty much the same as you're saying that this is a way to empty so that I, we can see and reflect the collective so beautifully. So thank you for that. I, I think it's so beautiful. And another thing that I, to move a little bit from the reflector into just in general, the way our body moves is you have a pose that talks about your body knows. And I absolutely loved it because it doesn't matter if you're a reflector, if you're a manifesting generator, if you, I mean, all these things, the wisdom of our bodies is so powerful. So how did you, like, can you, can you amplify it on that? Mm -hmm. Moving into this space where I have begun to trust my body has been a really big journey for me, a really long and windy road. Um, I grew up quite religious and in that space, I became very disconnected from my body. Uh, I, I had the experience of, you know, even being told like the body is bad. Um, we, you know, we're just the spirit in our body. Like we shouldn't listen to it. We shouldn't trust it. Um, and I had other experiences that were positive in that space, but I moved out of, uh, out of that world because it really, disconnected me from, from trusting myself and led me into a lot of places where I was neglecting the body and I was not taking care of my body. And I definitely wasn't listening to those subtle nudges. Right. So uh, there's, there's been so much um, on my journey of like coming back into my body, which is what I call it. My, my experience with this. And like you said, any type, every type, it doesn't matter who you are. You were put into a body for a reason. If we were meant to just be these floating spirits, these souls, um, without a physical container, then we would be that, but we're not. We came, we came into these bodies. We have these bodies. Um, these bodies are a gift. And yeah, there is so much wisdom and the way that each person receives that wisdom is going to look very, very differently. Like the way that even, you know, you're a two, two, four reflector, I'm a two, four reflector, but we still have a lot of differences in maybe how we receive the wisdom from our body and the way that we experience uh, different nudges from our, our body. 
So I think that, yeah, whoever, whoever you are, there's such a gift and it's free and it's always available to you. And it is full of all of the answers that you need to know actually. Um, but yeah, we've been trained in, in many ways to not, to not listen to that wisdom. So I think just first of all, acknowledging that your body does know things and seeing the way that your body has given you information in the past, um, starting to look at that, starting to feel into that and observing your experience every day with even just little things like, what does your body want to eat? Um, what is your body telling you about your level of comfort? How do you feel about the places you're going, the people you're interacting with? Your body will give you little signs and beginning to notice those will help your body then start to trust you that you're gonna listen to it. And I think those things become stronger and it's, it's this relationship that, um, that you can build with, with yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The idea of developing that relationship to our natural way of assessing the situation, the people like, but I also believe that how is the body going to communicate in a clearer way if we've never allowed it to, like, we're always trying to push it. Like, do you feel sad or do you feel scared or do you feel ungrounded? And we just push it and try to force it out instead of allowing that to be information to be taking in and to be the source of how we move. So I love that, Amara, that, that's really beautiful. Oh my gosh, thank you so, so, so much for, for being here with us and for sharing and just reflecting all of this stuff. <laughs> I, I want to ask you, I know you have a couple of courses coming up and, and, and I'm sure that people will want to look you up and, and be around you and work with you. So can you tell us a little bit about how you work with people and where can people find you? Yeah, so I do human design readings um, based on, you know, wherever you're at. If you're totally new to human design or if you've been doing it for a long time, I also offer something called reflection sessions where you can bring a topic and I use your chart as kind of uh, something in the background to refer to if we want to, you know, look at your, your strengths or your gifts or a reason why something might be happening or maybe the shadow aspects of certain uh, traits that you have. Um, but it's, it's that one is really led by you and it's a conversation for me to uh, just sit with you and reflect what's going on. Uh, and then I also have distance Reiki sessions and I'm going to be offering uh, intuitive readings as well soon. Uh, on, the, on the side, kind of in the background, I've been um, studying and, and, and being mentored um, in, in psychic work. So that's something that I also have really, um, loved and I'm starting to dive into. And then I have Reflector Life, the course, um, uh, if you want to kind of study, uh, at your own pace, if you're a reflector. So that's what I have going I on now. I love that. That is so great. And I'm so excited uh, for you to dive into the psychic abilities and all of that, because, um, I love that topic. And where can people find you? I'm sure all of you guys would like to just hear more of the nudges. And again, I think like 
yes, a lot of the stuff that you talk about is about reflectors, but I also feel like it applies to almost everyone. So where can they find you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all, all of us have every aspect of humanity living within us. So everything applies to everyone in, in that way. Um, but I'm most active on Instagram. So I'm at Reflector Life for human design. And you can also find me at my website, amandapreshell.com. Wonderful. Go ahead and follow her, her wisdom, her knowledge. You're going to love it. Thank you all so much for listening. And thank you, Amanda, for being here in this conversation. I'm so happy that it finally happened and that it was all in divine timing. I I truly appreciate you and your time and your energy. So thank you so, so much. And thank you guys for listening to Mystic Podcast and being part of the community. I hope you know how much I love you and how much I appreciate your presence. And until I see you next time.